Welcome to the 359. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Aya Zaktar. On Tuesday, San Francisco became the first U.S. city to ban police use of facial recognition tech. Proponents of the ban say the tech offers a slippery slope for mass surveillance, while proponents of facial recognition say that it's a useful policing tool. Ayaz. Yes. Do you expect more cities to follow suit with San Francisco? I think the outright ban is a little bit much, so I don't think cities will do that right away. I did see somebody talk about a moratorium. Maybe they don't use it uh, as 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 a primary method of identification. Maybe it's a secondary, or mm-hmm. maybe it's used in a very light way. But the outright ban, I think, is a little bit much. There must be a different way to regulate something like this. Well, it's also interesting that this is obviously not a federal ban mm-hmm. that's still being used in a variety of other places, right? Yeah, so I was looking at, the, at an article about this, and this does apply to San Francisco police and agencies, but the San Francisco police does not use this currently, mm-hmm. so nothing is changing there. Plus, facial ID tech is available at airports, international airports and ports, but that's federal jurisdiction, which means this ban has no effect on those areas. Which means that if I went to the airport in San Francisco... San Francisco International Airport, they could use facial recognition tech. In, in theory, yeah. So it's it's not like the entire municipality right. and everything in it You're the Presidio, which it. is federal, like you can't... Can't use this. So some additional information about this. The Georgetown Law Center on Privacy and Technology, which has been looking into facial recognition technology for quite some time, came out with a study today, this morning, saying police are using flawed data to run facial recognition searches. Those include using artist sketches, editing images to add eyes and lips, and searching for lookalikes. So to me, this seems like if people are already a little shaky on the use of facial recognition tech, this is obviously another point to say like, hey, maybe this isn't the best thing. Yeah, I mean, if you were an eyewitness, you go, hey, that guy looked like Ben Fox Rubin. They should be able to show a picture of Ben Fox Rubin since he's so well known, right? <laughs> now, maybe. Of course. I think that one of the cases actually was Woody Harrelson, the David Schwimmer lookalike, a lot of people like that. So the idea of saying this person looks like another person would be usable in a police sense. The idea that a computer is doing it and potentially getting it wrong, again, it's that final step. If, if for some reason the police are deploying uh, arresting drones, yeah, I think there's a real problem there. But if there's a person at the end going, this is completely wrong, or this is completely right, at least there should be due process after that. Yeah, and I think that, you know, the the idea that this was proposed in the first place is that facial recognition tech is supposed to be more accurate or mm-hmm. more credible than the human eye sometimes, or it's able to pick certain things up. Like, for instance, if you're wearing a different pair of glasses, if you have longer hair, if you dyed your hair, there are all sorts of different ways to maybe um, mess with the human eye, which facial recognition tech is expected to be able to just kind of sift through. Unfortunately, with this study, it seems that you know, hey, maybe they're messing around with it a little too much. Uh, next up, want to switch to a different subject. We are happy to report that no, Facebook is certainly not listening to your conversations. You're not that important. CNET actually tested out this urban legend. I was forced to uh, talk into my phone for about a week and a half trying to get uh, advertisements about chainsaws. And no, I didn't get any advertisements about chainsaws. We found no evidence that this is actually real. Yeah, I love this, the article about this. The the point that this would be crazy illegal. Let's not forget that. Crazy forget illegal. The, forget the idea that, oh, yeah, this would be creepy. It would cost Facebook trillions of dollars and ruining their model entirely. They've been breaking the law this however amount of time. 
it that would be just amazingly bad for Facebook when it comes to the press. So if they're crazy enough to do it, then yeah, it, they should be it's totally a good punished point. for it. It's a good point that you mentioned that this would actually cost the company a lot of money. And there would, in fact, be some sort of footprint to show that Facebook is uh, digesting that information, mm-hmm. that it's actually gobbling up audio recordings from, you know, two billion of its users or even several hundred million of those users there would be some sort of data process that we, uh, we would be able to notice. And unfortunately, security researchers haven't found that. Yeah, the accuracy aspect of these ads, I think that's what makes people scared. But it's the links to your friends, searches that you're, you're looking for, searches your friends are looking for, friends of friends, that kind of weird, amazing profile that can be created with all this data. On top of that, it just reminds me when I was going to buy a car. All of a sudden, when I was thinking about buying like a Honda Accord, they were everywhere. Mm. Didn't mean that they weren't there all the time. I just didn't notice them as much. Right. That so I is, wonder uh, if there's a psychological element of, you know, I was just talking about cookies and now there's ads for cookies. But, you know, you might not have noticed it before because you're thinking about pizza. Yeah. And it's a good point. Alfred Ng in his story talked about the fact that Facebook doesn't actually have to listen to you. It already has a ton of data about mm-hmm. you already. But anyway, if you want to read more about these stories, check them out on CNET. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm not Bridget Carey. Oh, geez. All right. You threw me off. Thanks for listening. <laughs>